Hey everyone, welcome out to episode 22 of a Nerd Named Mark podcast. My name is Mark. As always, I'm here to talk about that nerdy pop culture goodness. And it's no different this week. We are closely approaching Christmas and the end of the year. I mean, the year's almost over. It's been crazy. Um, I already got, you know, a couple more episodes planned out. holiday purchase guide for presents and whatnot what's you know trending and then on christmas i'm finally gonna have an episode that's gonna drop that's gonna literally my own personal internal debate on the greatest christmas movies ever made and then you know right after that end of the year so i'm gonna do a podcast going over my favorite games comics movies and tv shows of the year but today's episode it's gonna be very um not spacey. It's going to be very... Not all... I'm trying to think of how to word it. It's going to be basically like a good chunk of just talking about comics I've been reading, uh, some movie trailers, uh, you know, talking about some Power Ranger stuff and video games. So it's going to be my normal... Um, my normal layout and how I structure the podcast. But the main topic, honestly, I'm just going to talk about some uh, new superhero trailers and some other trailers as well and you know whether tv show stuff coming out and news and like so it's gonna be for once i'm actually talking about like current news related announcements which i try to shy away from with podcasts because honestly with podcasts when you talk about like news and stuff that's currently happening there's no real replay value to the episodes like a lot of the podcasts i listen to have or conspiracy theories, um, you know, sometimes, you know, comic book stuff and this and that, but they're not really reviews and stuff like that or announcements because once it's announced, what's the point of you go back and listen to an older episode? You're like, oh, well, they're talking about stuff that was announced like months ago. I have no reason to go back and listen, especially as a new listener. If I say you're 100 episodes in, I'm listening to episode 100 and. I look at the first 99 episodes and it's really news centric. I'm not going to go back and listen because I already know what the news was and the announcements. So I, that's why I kind of shy away from that because if you're it's your first time listening to podcast episode 22 and you see the first 21 episodes are literally just me talking about announcements and, you know, releases and this and that, then what's what's the point? So that's why I shy away from that stuff. But there's some trailers and some announcements for TV shows and this and that that I I I want to talk about so much, but before we get into that stuff, let's jump. I'm gonna I'm not gonna start with comic books. I'm gonna start about video games first. So I'm um, still playing Diablo three on the Switch because season nineteen is going on, and I bought it on. You know, I started playing on things uh, Black Friday. Uh, I now got my Necromancer to level seventy, which didn't take as long as I thought it was because I was just really solo power leveling. Which was a lot of fun, but now I'm level 70. I'm working on some uh, Greater Rift runs. Really trying to make an OP uh, build with Rathma set. So that way there, I'm just going to steamroll with my Corpse Mages and Skeletal um, Command Skeletons and Land of the Dead. So I'm really working on like an insane build right now just to power through everything. Because 
few of my friends and coworkers picked up the game, so we're going to be doing a lot of co-op stuff. But for right now, mainly a lot of solo play. Um, I'm still playing Pokemon Shield a bit. I didn't get burnt out on the game. I mean, I finished it from a story aspect. I'm still plugging away at the uh, the Pokédex and getting all my Gigantamax Pokemon. And I'm not. I've never been a shiny hunter, so like that element of the game doesn't really appeal to me. It's more or less finish the Pokédex, get my Gigantamax version Pokemon, and you know when I casually play ranked. Um, I was still looking into the ranked stuff. I'm still watching a lot of videos on it. Um, it's not bad. I'm enjoying it. I guess season one of rankings is currently live, and um, it's just Diablo's been taking a lot of my time to the point where I'm not even playing anything really on the Xbox right now. Every once in a while, I'll throw W2K20 in, play a couple matches, do Road to Glory and that. Um, me and the lady were playing uh, Just Dance 2020. That's a lot of fun. Um, still feel really out of shape every time I play that damn game. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll dance to a couple songs, like three songs in. And I'm just like, all right, I need to lay down. I need a shower. I need to just curl up on a ball on the floor and rest my bones. I don't know. Credit and kudos to all the people who stream Just Dance on Twitch and Mixer and are streaming that game for hours on end. I thought I had really good cardio. You know, I played soccer my whole life. I still have really good cardio, but that's a whole nother level of cardio that I'm not on, and I don't know if I'd ever get to that point. So that's really it for video games. Really wanted to get into comic books, and before you know, I get into the main comic I want to talk about. I know I mentioned that I was cutting back on my comics for the holidays, and that really hasn't been the case. Um, because I was going to stop pulling like Marauders, Excalibur and New Mutants and just, and uh, Fallen Angels. And I was going to strictly just stick to like the X-Men, but I want to continue to give those series a chance because some of them are on their second issue, uh, or third issue, even at some situations. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to couple more. I'll give them to like issue five, see how they go. Um, so yeah, I picked up all those, <laughs> uh, Dr. Doom number three finally dropped. I got the 2020 variant and I love that cover. Like I, I posted up on my social media at the underscore iron vein on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to check it out, uh, also Shazam number eight, I was waiting for another Shazam to come out cause Shazam has been very weird with their releases because they, Sometimes, like, they, they they didn't release one for, like, two months. I could have swore 8 already came out. I looked at it. It's not a second print. I could have swore I already had 8, but I love the cover. Um, you got Shazam with red and gold and, like, color, and the rest of it's just grayscale. And so I was like, I haven't read. Now, these comics, I haven't read all of them yet, or even, I only read, like, two out of my stack. Um, I'm waiting because Archie vs. Predator 2, number 4 or 5, came out. And that's one of the ones where I'm waiting till the fifth one comes out, and then I'll read the set. Um, the only comics I picked up that I actually read, um, Buffy the Vampire number 10 came out, because they're still doing the Buffy and Angel Hellmouth uh, event. But I haven't read 10 yet. But I did read Ghosted in L.A. number 6, because as I've talked about, Cinegrace, great writer, love Ghosted in L.A. So number 6 came out, and I read that instantly. Uh, it's It's just enjoyable. It's one of those comics that... I feel like I'm. I could probably do a whole 
episode revolving around just talking about Ghosted in L.A., but I don't, I'm not going to. That's for comic book-centric episodes and this and that. Are, there's going to be an announcement about that towards the end of the year, early January. I'll have something to more to say about that. But the main comic I picked up that I want to talk about, and I've been waiting for this since it was announced and I mentioned it in previous episodes, was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover with, with Boom Studios and IDW. This... Like, I'm not even going to spoil a story. I'm not. I would never spoil a story, and I'm not going to. But right off the bat, there's a panel uh, very early. I'm like second, third page in, and legitimately, I'm scrolling. Actually, I have the comic in my hand right now. Uh, it's like a nice splash panel page of the Power Rangers using the Power Blaster. And I was like, this early in the comic, the, the colors, the artwork, I'm like, this is just so good. Um, I'm I not even going to try and pronounce his last name, but Walter, I think it's Biamount or Biamonte. The coloring was amazing by him in this. And Simone DiMeo, just really, just such really good freaking illustrations. Like, I was like, oh. I was like, I I really like this. Um, I'm really mad because Grace has a Brave New World exclusive variant cover. And I did not find it. And I want it for the collection because it looks amazing. But th- this comic is so nostalgic. Like, for those of you who know season one, season two of Power Rangers, there was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover. And just... After reading this, I was like, this is so good. And once again, it's like the first issue didn't give away too much. Um, they kept the turtle dynamic really good with, you know, the banter and teasing a raft and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, this is this is actually really good. Because I do collect the IDW Teenage Mutant Turtle comics. Um, I'm not current with actually reading them. I do pull them. Um they're one of the ones where I'll wait till like a trade comes out or this and that to actually like sit down and read them. Because uh, sometimes turtles have been hit or miss for me personally with the comics. Um, but this is really good. I mean, one thing that caught me off guard, and I was staring at the panel, and I was staring at the, the quote because it was bothering me. Because at one point, Raph literally says, but real ninjas move in silence like lasagna and it was pissing me off because i've heard that before not the ninja part that was switched out to like g's and then so i actually had to go to the internet and i and the fact that raf quoted little wayne just really entertained me i thought that was hilarious because you know they even bring it up when they tease him like they were like oh they were doing a conversation about what they would look forward to most if they were you know humans and Raph's like nothing, blah, but they're teasing. But you know, Raph wears more clothes than any of them, which is too true because he would, you know, trench coat, hat, go out in public and blend in or attempt to at night. But I always thought as like low key, Raph was very into pop culture, even though Mikey was always joking and making pop culture references. I feel like Raph low key was always just like listening to the newest music and watching stuff, but just not announcing his love of it. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, my favorite thing 
out of like the, the artwork and the illustrations and coloring is so great in this issue so far uh, for the run anyways because I haven't seen issue two obviously because one just came out but there is a two page splash where one side was all the Ninja Turtles yelling out turtle power and on the right side all the Power Rangers saying go go Power Rangers and I was like this I was like I want that on my wall like I want to get those pages I want I really need it. I do. Like, I'm not even... Like, I'm... Money aside, I might have to look into it. Because the, the, it's just such good artwork. And while I do have a lot of comics on the walls, I would like to get actual, like, splash pages and this and that framed and on the wall to be on display as well. That's one thing I've always wanted to do. But I've never pulled the trigger on actually starting that stuff for my collection. But, yeah, issue number one, really good. If you haven't already, go pick it out, pick it up. Um, I got, let's see, what did I get? So I got the regular Dan Mora cover, which is still really good in its own right. And then, let's see, what other covers did I get? I got the Kevin Eastman uh, black and white retail variant, which... that uh, if you, It's on social media. I posted photos of it. That, that cover's just so good. Um, it's definitely, or no, actually, yeah, I got the black and white one, and then I got the unlocked retail variant cover also. So, one in black and white, one in color. Um, this is gonna be a serious, I mean, it's only a five-issue run, sadly, but I hope it leads to more down the road, because, I mean, they did do a TMNT Batman, and that got a second run out of it, so... I feel like if this is successful and, you know, well-received, it'll get a second run as well, which would be great because then I could get more covers and more Power Rangers in my life and more Ninja Turtles because we had before the Power Rangers Justice League, which I didn't hate. Um, It was really good. It was funny. There were some good one-liners in there, especially when you had, you know, the Flash and Green Lantern, and then you got people like, you know, Billy and Zack, but... It just, it wasn't the best story. So that's the kind of thing that kind of like turned me off to it. But yeah, that that's it for comics. Um, I did get, finally, my fifth and final hollow foil variant for Power Rangers 45, which was for Zack the Black Ranger. So now, on my wall, everyone has seen many times, I have the issue zero variants for all five Rangers. And now I have the hollow variants as well. So my next plan is to go order from collector mount and get another set of some of the larger comic wall mounts and i'm gonna have the hollow hollow foil variants and the regular zero variants next to each other so you can see the regular ones in the foil because you know that's 45 months or technically 46 because it was issue zero 46 months of comic books from power rangers you know that's that's almost four years of collecting power ranger comic books every issue a majority of the variants, I, I'm pretty sure outside of a lot of the expensive variants and a lot of Comic Con expensive uh, exclusive ones, I have in a very very close to complete Power Ranger comic book collection from the Boom Studio run, anyways. But yeah, that's so that's it. That's it for comics. Um, now I wanted to you know kind of there's no segue. I was trying to think of a way to segue into everything but then i was like i've got no 
No segue. No no puns, no transitions. I don't even use transit like music between topics because I think that's kind of annoying. But I want to talk about movie trailers really quick. And by really quick, I mean not really quick. So this week there's been some new trailers dropping. In case you haven't been on social media to see what's trending. Uh, Wonder Woman 84. I saw that trailer. I really enjoyed the first Wonder Woman film. Um, I never bought into the trend in the last, you know, 10 to 11 months of people saying that, you know, white men who are nerds and this and that are the reason why, you know, female movies are failing in the box office. I mean, that's been a thing that's been thrown around since, what, the 2016 Ghostbusters film. Um, people are throwing it around when it came to the poor reviews of, um, Captain Marvel. But I was like, I'm this demographic that they're saying... I'm in the demographic that they're saying is the reason why these movies are failing, even though Captain Marvel made a shit ton of money. But yet, Wonder Woman, I love that film. That film was amazing. It was really freaking good. And I enjoyed it. And I have no problem with female-led comic book movies or anything else. So, you know, when I saw the woman trailer, I was like, okay, I'm excited for this. I do think... That from an editing standpoint of the trailer, it's kind of like, I want to know how the Chris Pines character came back to life. Kristen Wiig, I mean, they introduced, like, you know, her day-to-day life character and, you know, some of her personality. Obviously, we are not going to see the cheetah, it, probably not till the final trailer before it comes out in June, I think, of next year. But I'm really hopeful and hyped for this. Like, I think it's going to be a really good film. Um, the trailer left me, like, it felt like, you know, you don't get too much of a story. I kind of dig the time jump that it's in the eighties, um, because there's such a big gap from the first one, first Wonder Woman to, you know, Justice League and Batman vs Superman. So there's a lot of time frame of story that could be told, you know, and a lot of people compared it to how Captain America was. Captain America was, you know, World War Two, but like, I see it as. That was his origins, and then they didn't really... And then he was frozen for all those years, so there's no time. But Wonder Woman wasn't, so what did she do? So I like that it's in the 80s now. Um, I would assume probably... there. There's going to be a third one. Right off the bat, I'm going to tell you. Right off the bat, you know Wonder Woman 84 is going to make a shit ton of money. So I could see them making a third one. I would be hard-pressed to say the third one... Maybe it would be a modern time frame, like post-Justice League. Because I don't even know what's going on with Justice League. I don't even know. Like, a lot of stuff seems standalone now. Like, Shazam was standalone with a lot of hints to other films. Aquaman, even though it was kind of post-Justice League, didn't really do anything to tie back into anything else. Um, So I'm curious what they're going to do with Wonder Woman, you know, in this film and going forward. Because I think other than the Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey film or whatever it is, and the Batman, I think those are all standalones. And, you know, Suicide Squad is technically getting rebooted. So really, I don't know what's what ties in and what's together and what exactly is going on with the DC Extended Universe. Um, which goes into what I alluded to earlier in this episode about TV shows and news and stuff. So... With Crisis on Infinite Earth, which I watched the second episode of, and I'm already done. I'm not watching the rest of it. I'm I was really annoyed with how they handled Smallville, 
with Tom Welling's universe being brought in. And I was really, even though Kevin Conroy was great acting, I did not enjoy the arc they did with his Batman in Crescent Infinite Earth with Batwoman and Supergirl and everything else going on with that and Lucius Fox's weird, really creepy son. Um, so I wasn't really impressed. So I was like, kind of like, uh, I don't think I'm going to continue to watch Crisis on Infinite Earth, even though it's a five episode crossover event and I'm two episodes in. I don't think I'm going to watch the, the last ones. But that leads into that Arrowverse, that aside, um, the Green Lantern show and apparently Booster Gold. Now, I didn't know what was going on with this and his stuff. So, like, I was like, okay, there's a Green Lantern show. Yeah, whatever. Like, just like we never got Green Lantern 2 or Green Lantern Corps like we're supposed to. Um, but apparently it's a thing. There's going to be a show. I don't know if it's going to be HBO Max related because of the whole Warner Brothers time AT&T situation. I don't even know. All I know is there's a Green Lantern TV show that's going to be in development, and I am excited. And apparently Booster Gold as well. Um, I'm a big Booster Gold fan. Always have been. Uh, but Green Lantern one, as, I mean, anyone who knows me, I have two Green Lantern tattoos. My first tattoo I ever got was a Green Lantern symbol on my back. Um, I got the Ion Green Lantern logo from the comic book on my arm and this and that. So it's like, I'm a huge fan. So I was like, I hope they don't screw it up because, you know, even though... The film with Ryan Reynolds was very CG heavy, and everyone likes to turn it into a meme and poke fun at it. It was a decent movie. It was a good comic book movie, just because it wasn't grounded and realistic, and it was outlandish. And yes, the CG was way too heavy and was not that good of quality, mainly from a suit standpoint. But everything else about that film was really good. I think Parallax was kind of too soon, and too soon to show Sinestro and the Stinger. Um, getting the yellow ring, but I did not hate that film. I enjoyed it, and I own it, and I've watched it many times. But from a TV show standpoint, I was like, okay, Green Lantern TV show, this is pretty cool. I'll wait to get more information, because as of right now, there's no information other than a logo. Same with Booster Gold. So, yeah, though that's kind of like the news stuff, like announcement things, or like those two things, which, you know, probably down the road I'll come back and be like, oh, man, they turned out to be trash. I should have never been hopeful, but you never know. And lastly, the last trailer, Ghostbusters Afterlife, which I don't like. Don't go on the Internet if you enjoy things. Honestly, just stay away from the Internet. The Internet will make you hate things or the Internet. If you enjoy something, the Internet will basically be like, oh, you enjoy that. That's stupid. You shouldn't. But yeah, I actually enjoyed this this trailer i i think this is going to be a really good film they the easter eggs in the trailer alone from you slightly getting to see slimer the ghostbuster jackets and you know apparently you know the tie-in like i think everyone is complaining that it seems like a stranger things and that everything is ripping off stranger things like it was even when like it Chapter one was coming out. People are like, oh, it's good stranger thing. It's like, do you not know when the book It came out or the original movie with Tim Curry as Pennywise, which is still perfect casting. Loved it so much. Like, not just because Stranger Things was really popular and it has three seasons of that does not mean everything nowadays that involves kids in a movie is a ripoff. If you really want to think about it, Stranger Things was a ripoff of Super Eight. 
which was a really good freaking movie, or The Goonies. Like, it's not the first time there's been a ragtag group of kids that, you know, getting some shit. Like, this has been going up ever. I mean, if you really want to think about The Sandlot, like, freaking, what is it, Monster Squad, the Lost Boys, it's not new. So not everything nowadays is ripping off Stranger Things. And I get it, that actor who was in Stranger Things dressed up as a Ghostbuster in one of the episodes, and now he's in a Ghostbusters movie, but even did an interview where he thought because of that episode he wouldn't get, wouldn't have got casted. But it's like, there comes a time where you got to stop comparing things to other things. You know, it goes back to the outrage of, like, the female-led superhero movies not working. It's like, they work when they're written well, and you're not trying to retcon things. That's my issue with Wonder Woman. Like, other than that, it's like, I enjoyed, you know, there's Captain Marvel. I don't know why I said Wonder Woman. Captain Marvel, you know, they retconned some stuff, which I didn't enjoy in the writing. I felt was lazy, but Wonder Woman was amazing. I'm looking forward to the Black Widow movie. I think I still think Scarlet Witch should get her own movie or a like instead of a TV series, but because she's OP and I think you know there's a lot to her story, especially now that you know Marvel owns the rights to from Fox for X Men. We can really get into Magneto and mutants and this and that, but you know baby steps, obviously. But no, Ghostbusters, I I think it looks great. I like that you know. It's a new setting. It's not in New York. And I think there's going to be a good backstory to why everything is in this little old, rundown, creepy-looking farmhouse. And Paul Rudd looks... Yeah, Paul Rudd, I think, that you know, from an acting standpoint, it's he could do serious and funny. So he's going to be, you know, kind of like comic relief, but also predominant. I hope he's predominantly in the movie, which he probably is, obviously, because he's a major actor. But... No, I mean, and this wasn't even, I felt like this was a teaser trailer for an actual trailer because there's dialogue that's not, but it didn't really give us the full kind of overview of what the movie's even going to be about, even though you can kind of tell. So, I mean, it's too early to even make any past judgments on a film yet, and the internet's just losing their shit already. But yeah, no, those were the two trailers I dropped this week. I was really excited. There's some other movies coming out soon that trailers came out for a while ago that got new trailers like The Grudge remake and whatnot. So I was like, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to a lot of movies next year. I'm probably going to do a movie preview episode in the beginning towards early next year going over all like the major spring and summer movies. But that's really it for this episode. Like I said, there wasn't really a main topic um, just want to talk about movies and comics today. You know, sometimes that's all I want to talk about. Sometimes I don't want to find one topic to just drag out, and I want to talk about multiple things. And that's what this episode was. And I, I, I you know, with the same format. But yeah. So with that being said, thank you for listening to episode twenty-two of a Nerd Named Mark podcast. Don't forget, you can. Oh, by the way. I know I said I was going to start answering questions soon. I only got two questions this week in the email, which is pod at nerdtaku.com, N-E-R-D-T-A-K-U. Um, and I answered those directly because one of them was literally like, hey, can you add me on Nintendo Switch to trade me some starters? And I was like, sure, not really a podcast question. And then the other one was like more feedback than question, but the question at the end was basically um, – asking me about some comics, uh, where to start 
if they wanted to get into certain runs of things. And I basically flat out told them um, that this week House of X and Powers of X are getting their trade and hardcover releases. So pick those up. And then X-Men's only on issue three right now. So, you know, you pick those up and get the first three issues of X-Men and you're current with the new X-Men. You don't have to worry about the older X-Men issues because this is kind of like a rolling restart for that whole entire franchise and comics. So, yeah, that was really it. Without, like I said, thank you for listening. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore Ion Vane, which I've been thinking about rebranding and um, that to under name Mark, but I haven't decided yet. Instagram is the same at the underscore Ion Vane. My, inst- my uh, Snapchat is just Ion Vane. If you go to my Twitter, there's a pinned tweet at the top that gives you all the contacts and all my social medias. Um, feel free to check it out. You know, slide in the DMs if you ever want to talk comics and nerdy stuff. I have a lot of conversations going with people who are asking me about collecting, upkeep, storage, what runs are good. Oh, excuse me. Where to, you know, start off with certain, you know, characters. And so, yeah, I'm always available to talk about anything nerdy. With that being said, though, this has been episode 22 of a Nerding Mark podcast. My name is Mark. And I'm a nerd.